0: Hi, it's Joe Burns. Thanks for listening to the Rock School Radio Show podcast, now in its ninth year. If you'd like to hear the show with all the music intact, go to prx.org and search Rock School. There's all the shows. You just have to stream them. Can't download them just yet. Want to see the Rock School website? Go to kslu.org. Click on Programs. Click on Rock School. There we are, plus all of my academic lectures. Now enjoy this week's Rock School Radio podcast. Adams. Adam Lee. Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. That's a problem. Yeah,
1: Bieber in 2017, that's my vote.
0: Going to send him along, maybe he'll stay. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. Go ahead, young lady. Give us your name. Uh,
1: Tammy Burns. Tammy
0: Burns. That's mm-hmm. right. It is. Tammy. You haven't changed it. You haven't gone into the witless protection program? No. No, not at all. Don't okay, plan good. on it. Well, I would like you, I may have to after this, uh, send us both into the witless protection program because I'm going to say all hail Jamala got my fist in the air. All hail Jamala. Congratulations to Jamala. She of the Ukraine. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? You don't. don't. No, I'm sure you don't. How about you in the audience? I can see you through the microphone. Jamala? Anybody? Jamala? What am I missing here? Jamala? Seriously. Now you like the voice, right? Yeah. Right. you You liked American Idol. America's Got Talent. I like
1: all of those You like, right.
0: So you have no idea who Jamala is. I
1: don't know. Right? I see (laughs) one
0: guy way in the back who's waving his hand. I know who Jamala is. Jamala is the 2016 winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, yeah. See? Congratulations to her. And by the way, Vladimir Putin, he's not over Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's over Russia. He tried to get Jamala who won it this year, disqualified.
1: No, he yeah. didn't. Now, here's the
0: thing. I know what people are thinking to themselves. Who cares, Joe? Who cares about the Eurovision Song Contest? Well, a gajillion people care about the Eurovision Song Contest. And here's the reason I'm doing it now. The Eurovision Song Contest, even though this is the 60th year for it, 60 years.
1: Six zero. Right.
0: It has never been aired in the United States except for this year. Now, it's over which shows that I'm brilliant in picking when shows should air, but you know they're going to rerun it and rerun it and rerun it.
1: Where, where was it aired? I, I don't know. Right.
0: Nobody in the U.S. cares. It had to be
1: on the Oprah channel because no, no. I don't know where that is either.
0: Close. Logo TV. If you have DirecTV, it's on uh, 272. If you have Dish Network, it's on 254. If you got UVerse, it's on 183. And if you don't have any of those things, if it's on some cable channel, you got to look that up. But if you have uh, the Interweb, it's on logotv.com, and you know they're going to have it in podcast for you, and they're going to have all those things. So if you want to go see the Eurovision Song Contest, you can you can watch it. Now again, it comes back to that question. Who cares about the Eurovision song contest? A gobba-jillion people do. Here's a question, how many people watched the Super Bowl last year? Take a swing at that.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't even imagine. In in the millions, right?
0: 115.5 million viewers. It wasn't quite the most viewed television show in history. That was another Super Bowl. How many people do you think watched last year's Eurovision Song Contest? Well,
1: now that you've put it like that, probably yeah. the same amount.
0: Just under 200 <gasps> million. So million. We're so egocentric. We're it's, so wrapped right, up not, in us, Not huh? egotistical, egocentric, which yes. means if it doesn't appeal to me, I don't care. Yeah. If it doesn't happen in the U.S., we don't care. The thing is... The Eurovision Song Contest is more popular than the Super Bowl. And that's why I said at the beginning, all hail Jamala. You don't know who it is. And it ended last night. How about that?
1: How isolated am I? A huh?
0: lot, a lot. So here's what we're going to do. For an hour, I'm going to tell you what this thing is. So next year, when it airs again on Logo TV, you can get all excited about it and tell you why. You probably won't care.
1: Mark your calendars, again, right? Again,
0: mark your calendars again. Okay, so what would you know from the Eurovision Song Contest? Well, believe it or not, a lot of songs, and I'm going to play a few of them for you. The winner a while back was and this is the biggest hit out of the eurovision song contest was from abba waterloo that Mm. song won the eurovision song contest really right and my promise i will never play abba on this radio show
1: you're breaking it aren't you broke the law here you
0: go abba water school on rock school (laughs) (laughs) I should have given you this information outside of just introducing the song. Waterloo won in 1974 because ABBA was representing Sweden. Mm. That's the reason. Now, the question is...
1: Why didn't you play Jamala? That's the question. Well, that
0: wasn't the question I was going to ask, but see, she won this year. So you close the show with her. Oh,
1: there's See, a I, plan. I, right, I got I, you. I
0: pitched it at the beginning that Putin was upset at Jamala, yeah. which everyone is going to immediately go, okay. hey, you don't get to drop that and walk All away. All right,
1: the setup. Okay. Yeah,
0: I do get to drop it and walk away because it makes you listen to the end of the show. Gotcha. So, Okay, I'll tell you that story at the end of the show. Here's the thing about it. Why are there 197 million people watching this thing? It's because this Eurovision Song Contest deals with multiple countries, at last count, over 40. So the overriding idea is this. Each of these countries, in their own way, shape, or form, has people submit songs. So Finland submits songs, the UK submits songs, this country submits songs, blah, blah, blah. Do we
1: submit songs?
0: No, we're not part of the European Broadcasting Union and you have to be in the European Broadcasting Union or you must be invited Last year, Australia was invited, and they were so good that they got invited back this year again. How, why haven't we been invited? I don't know, because we're capitalist jerks. I have no idea. <laughs> but we didn't get Just invited. Just leave it at that. That's, that's the best I can do for you. These, these countries, again, over 40 at the time, have some kind of contest. Normally, it's an American Idol-esque type contest to pick a song. That song then goes up to represent, you know, the 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 country in this once a year contest, which is what makes it so wonderful. It's like Christmas. It comes around every year. Yeah. And normally it's campy and wonderful and stupid and somebody just like every every, you know, singing contest, it some stink, some are great, and the ones that stink are great, and there's online, you know, keep the worst Voting, uh, right. stuff
1: like that. Okay.
0: Here's the thing. You as a country can vote for another country, but you can't vote for yourself. Or what would happen is France would only vote for France gotcha. and Germany would only vote for Germany okay, and that that's kind of fair. stuff. So what happens is there are two semifinal rounds where the submitted songs, which by the way, cannot be any longer than three minutes. Thank goodness. So yeah, I'm sure I'm going to play one for you in a little bit where the question was, can you get a zero? Can you literally get zero? doesn't happen very often, but it does. And I have a recording of a group that got a zero. No, I think there was audio problems. I think there was audio problems because they're so off key. They either did it on purpose or what was going into their earphones Mm -hmm. was wrong. And as you're watching this, they're fine. They're just singing along. And you can just see and hear how horrendous this is going. And they're oblivious to it.
1: Oh, Something
0: had to be wrong. So what happens then is somebody who represents the country stands in front of something representative of the country, like uh, some guy from France stands in front of the Eiffel Tower. Right. Somebody in the UK stands in front of Buckingham Palace and says, we give these votes to these countries. And then it gets added up. And then there is a group of people chosen by the host country that states, well, we believe these people are the winners. So all of those votes are all put together. And bada bing, you have these two you know, subfinal rounds.
1: Okay, sounds complicated the winner, already.
0: Right, the winners from these subfinal rounds go to the finals, and bada bing, after you know, and in an inordinate amount of time, you have this winner. So the first thing that popped into my mind was, why doesn't the UK just send Adele or Oasis? You know, why doesn't Germany just send the Scorpions? Yeah. You know, why doesn't why doesn't Sweden send? ABBA every year. You
1: can't send somebody that's a known person. Well, we'll
0: we'll get into that. Okay, let's play another one. Okay. Do you remember Katrina and the Waves?
1: Yes, of course I do. I'm
0: walking on sunshine. That song did not win, but they did. They won in 19, let's see, 1985 is when their hit was, but they won the 1997 Eurovision Song Contest with their song Love Shine a Light.
1: So they won after they were... Yes. Po-
0: yes. Wait. How about that?
1: That's not right. Fun, huh? No.
0: Here you go. Love Shine a Light on Rock School.
1: Love Shine a
0: Light in every corner of my heart. Let the love light carry. Let the love light carry. Light up the magic in every
1: Katrina and the Waves.
0: Yes. They won. They're right. Yeah, and they had hits before.
1: Yeah. Why don't yeah. well, so why don't they send Adele then? Come on.
0: Well, here's and again, I only have what I read. Oh,
1: if, wait, wait, wait. You know a, who we could send?
0: Who could who uh,
1: Justin Bieber. If, I
0: knew you were gonna say Justin Bieber. What's funny is when you start listening to these songs, Justin Bieber would probably work because they're almost all that Euro pop-centric stuff. Would work. And here's the problem you not only have to create a song but you have to create a performance if you want just for fun the songs are only three minutes long and you don't even have to watch the whole thing if you simply go on youtube and search eurovision 2016 2015 2014 or whatever year it's been going on for 60 years if you do that and just search for the finals you'll see all these different performances and the people are as much performance as they are the song, or at least those that do very well.
1: Guess I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Huh? It's
0: it's really fun to watch this kind of stuff. And what'll happen is the song will be good, but the performance has as much to do with garni- garnishing votes as as anything else. The problem with the contest, and this is what this is what I got from a few of the. Uh, You know, hey, Americans, the Eurovision contest is coming to your shores. Here's here's what you got to look for. The reason Adele wouldn't go is because it's entirely possible Adele could be beaten by a bunch of guys that are dressed up like guar.
1: Gotcha. And
0: that wouldn't look good for Adele. Hmm. You know, we could send Bruce Springsteen. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't go. But let's say we sent Bruce Springsteen. Well, here's the boss. And all of a sudden, he gets beat by some Pop-Tart yeah. who decides to come out dressed in, you know, two Band-Aids and an airline pass. And she's just built like nothing else. Right. And she wins. Right. And okay. she wins. That's a problem. Yeah,
1: Bieber in 2017. That's my love. Yeah.
0: You're going to send him along? Maybe he'll stay. When you are he, are watching this thing.
1: I'm sorry. He's Canadian.
0: That's right. He'd have to. We can't send no, him anyway. No, that's not true. That's not true because Olivia Neutron Bomb, who is Australian, Australian, she was representative of 1974. She sang "Long Live Love" for Britain. She came in fourth.
1: Oh my gosh, this is messed up. Continue. Yeah.
0: See, see, see. Now you've you've made me miss my. I'm my sorry. Plays.
1: Carry on, my love.
0: Here's one of the problems with the judging that comes up. If you are from Sweden, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, or the United Kingdom, those are the big five, you are automatically put into the finals. Why? <laughs> because those are the countries that give the most money, and those are the countries that do the most promotion. Oh,
1: this is all so fair. Is
0: it unfair? Yes. But everybody agrees to it. Now, here's the fun part. Let's say you win this goofy thing. Okay. Okay. Much like the woman who won it from the Ukraine. What do you win? Exactly. You win, right. You'd think 197 million people, bajillions of dollars a recording contract. And yeah, all of your, yeah, you know, yeah. And your whole life, you'll be a star. No. You win a glass microphone trophy, bragging rights, and then your country gets to host it next year. So in 2017, this will take place in the Ukraine. That's it. I'm there. For the most part, except for the few that I'm going to play for you, most of these acts who win go into obscurity and probably play 500 to 1,500 seat pubs for the remainder of their life and maybe eke out a living but except for a few, no. Oh, It's kind of like coming in sixth on American Idol.
1: Oh, sad.
0: Soul Patrol. All right, let's play another one. Do you remember the song by the Brotherhood of Man? Because united we stand, divided mm. we fall. And if our back should ever yeah. be against the wall. Sorry. The Brotherhood of Man was a British pop group
1: mm-hmm. who had that
0: hit. Well... In 1976, they were sent along to the Eurovision Song Contest, and they sang a song called Save Your Kisses for Me. I know. The problem is you have to create a song and an act that appeals not only to your home country, but to 40-something other countries. Okay. How do you create something that appeals to the UK and Russia and Finland? And something else.
1: Women in bikinis, I guess. I guess, because that's the
0: universal language of women in bikinis. Here you go. Save your kisses for me version by Brotherhood of Man on Rock School.
1: Though it hurts to go away, it's impossible to stay. But there's one thing. Bye, bye, babe.
0: Coming into the first break, I have a question for you. I know we don't, in America, we don't care about this. We could care less about Ukrainian pop. There was a very short while where we gave a care about K-pop, and we all went opum Gundam side for a very short time. Yeah. Then he came out with his second hit, and nobody cared. Yes. I mean, we like hits for a little bit, but... We love the voice. We love, you know, American Uh Idol. We love all this. I know American Idol is going away. But we love those kind of singing contests. Yeah, we do. Here's a question, and I've asked this on the show before, but it was way back when Chad Pierce was sitting in your seat. Why don't we do this Eurovision Song Contest format here in the United States? We have 50 (laughs) states. We do. Yes, we do. Why not have a a local something or other take one of the local areas say you know baton rouge that's the capital Mm -hmm. have people submit songs create some panel you know pick a a music professor or you know local artists local artists would probably be better grab three from new orleans grab two from shreveport grab a couple from port charles bring them in Everybody submits a song. It can't be any more than three and a half minutes. Submit it. Then have them all come in and they perform, you know, pick 20. Have them all come in, do a round robin, and there's our song. Right. The state winner. Yes. Right. And then NBC, ABC, CBS, one of the majors picks this thing up. And we have this round robin thing where some guy in South Dakota has to create a song that goes to the United States. Some guy in in Sacramento, California, or some guy in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, has to create a song that goes to the—or some woman in Cleveland, Ohio, imagine— you know what the ratings would be for that I would that. watch that I would think it would it would do just as well as The Voice and if we do it every year yeah. I think it would be just as successful this this format is easily copied right but you'd have to get a lot of people behind it I think the viewership would be there it's the logistics of getting it done That's the hard part. We
1: need Simon Cowell to do this.
0: No, no, we can do it here. Bob Cowell. Get Bob Cowell. (laughs) He's from Detroit. Who's listening to us?
1: KSCL in Shreveport.
0: That's excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Of the break what website are you on there uh,
1: i'm on eurovision.tv
0: right so it's just over it ended last night and they've been
1: typing all night because this is updated
0: there's all of the the winners and once again hail jamala who won it she now
1: is gorgeous
0: it was russia now she's from the ukraine it was russia that tried to get her song kicked out and ah. and her as well and russia came in second or third, third. 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 Australia took second, yes. the invited country yeah. which probably would have upset people had it won, but what's fun is that Russia came so close, the country that tried to get it kicked out. See, that's the fun of this thing. I got to believe there's a lot of internal politics in this or I'll never vote for, you know, Slovenia cuz I don't I got a bad pizza there once or something like that. I
1: did get a bad pizza that's there exactly once. That's <laughs>
0: exactly the reason I said it. Folks, we've been to Slovenia. Why we Purchased a pizza when we were there is far beyond me. Why didn't we eat Slovenian food? But
1: speaking of uh, Slovenia, yes, we were also caught up in watching this contest one year. Right,
0: we were there. We were in the UK when it happened. Right, and we every just about every night watched it, not really even knowing what it was because during the day people in the country would we're say so to excited it, right, have you watched this this is going on you've got to watch this it's fantastic and you you yanks have got to enjoy this and you were sitting in pubs just talking to people and it was brilliant. we left to go home and watch this yeah. silly thing and i remember distinctly the uk contestant i guess singer mm-hmm. uh lost and then the the person who was announcing it became so snarky do you remember that? It was when that giant Ferris wheel, what's yeah. it, the eye? I think it's called. Yeah, uh-huh. And Slovenia comes in second. Yeah, but you haven't got an eye, have you? Huh? Have you? Yeah. Have you? And, oh, he became so snarky. It was fantastic. Remember I said earlier on that it's possible to get zero points? Yeah. Okay, here it comes. This was back in 2003. The song was called Cry Baby by Gemini. No, not the person who won. That's Jamala. This is by Gemini try to keep this straight. Oh, you're
1: going to play this, right? Get
0: yourself a scorecard. You can't tell the singers without a scorecard. It was a UK entry, and they received goose egg. Nil, nothing, and you're going to hear why. It, remember, it's only three minutes, and if you're listening by podcast, I'll let it play a little bit so you can hear it. You, you know it's bad in the first ones. Okay, here's Crybaby. It got zero points. Here on Rock School. <laughs> okay there you go cry baby by gemini she's she's terrible for the whole song right that's why i think she now don't get me wrong if you look it up on youtube you can see her she's absolutely gorgeous and i understand why visually they would have put her on stage but she's so wrong so consistently that i think Something was wrong in her earpiece.
1: I think, yeah, they probably, I'm sure they felt like they were set up when well, somebody, you know, was out to get them. I
0: can't imagine that it was done on purpose if that's what happened. Really? And if that was a problem, they should have given her, and the group.
1: Another chance. Another
0: shot at it and say there was something wrong because she was so consistently bad the whole way through it. There was no way, if, if she's really that tone deaf, there was no way she would have gotten even to the contest somebody in the UK would have gone i you know i, I get it you're visually pretty but you, you can't sing worth a dead chicken
1: but she was hitting all of the steps You know, when you look at the video, she's, like, dancing perfectly. You know,
0: put me in a red dress. I can dance, too.
1: Not that well. I know. Anyway.
0: But first, seven days, 70 seconds. We do this every show. These are the Rock and Roll Dates, May 16th all the way through the 22nd. I believe Monday goes to Tammy. Go.
1: May 16th, 2003, Hoboken, New Jersey, names its post office... After Frank Sinatra. May 17,
0: 1978, the TV special, The Carpenters, Space Encounters, airs on ABC. May 18, 1980,
1: drummer Peter Chris leaves Kiss. He would be replaced by Eric Carr. May 19,
0: 1965, FBI agents visit Wand Records, why, to investigate the lyrics of Louie Louie.
1: May 20th, 1977, the stage show Beatlemania opens at the Winter Garden Theater, New York.
0: May 21, 1992, I watched this. Bette Midler is Johnny Carson's last guest on the NBC program, The Tonight Show. And finally, May 22, 1967, Florence Ballard makes her final appearance with The Supremes. And that wraps up 7 Days in 70 Seconds. Remember earlier on in the show when I said... You really can't send Adele. You really can't send Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Because every so often, just an act out of the clear blue sky. I guess it was America's Got Talent not too long ago. A guy who was a professional regurgitator. Yes. Won. Yes. Well, he didn't win. No, he took like second or third. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's funny is I was captivated by the guy. He was so gosh darn likable that the fact that his whole act was throwing up.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't care. I liked it. Okay. Two years ago, in 2014, the winner sang Rise Like a Phoenix. His or her name was Conchita Wurst. He, she, was a drag queen. Now, fine. I have no trouble with that. Uh-huh. Use, what, use whatever bathroom you want. I don't care. I literally could care less. But here's the thing. He, she, was a drag queen with a full beard.
1: Really? Yes. Ooh, As, the bearded lady.
0: Feel free to look it up. I'm in. So I, I wonder why the full beard. Are you serious about this, or are you play? So what you had was kind of a, I don't know. It was kind a of circus a,
1: act kind of thing. That's huh? what I
0: was wondering yeah. about. So if you want to look it up, it's Conchita Worst W U R S T, and the name makes me think that. He, she decided, I'm not sure how the, I'm saying that because I'm not sure how the person wishes to be addressed. So what I'm wondering is, did, did this person, Conchita, decide to play against that vote for the worst contest (laughs) thing? This is why if you send Adele... She may very well have gotten knocked out by this person in a beautiful floor-length sequin gown and a full beard. Oh, cool. Go ahead. I'm going to. Look this person up. Fantastic. The song again is Rise Like a Phoenix, and it sounds like this on Rock School.
1: Waking in the rubble,
0: walking over glass. Neighbors say we're trouble. Well that time has passed. Peering from the mirror. No. Coming to the second break, you, you looked up his picture. No,
1: I'm still looking.
0: This Conchita Worst's picture. Yeah. W U R S T. Very pretty gowns. And to be honest, good body, I'm telling you.
1: The best makeup I've ever right, seen.
0: Right, but a full beard, right? Yes. So my question is, was this an act or was this person really living the lifestyle?
1: It it doesn't matter because they made it.
0: That's right. It worked for them. Let's talk about countries that wanted to get into the Eurovision contest, but were told, uh, no, no. No. Oh,
1: come on now.
0: Now you say to yourself, well, America can't get into it because they're not part of the European Broadcast Union. Okay, fine. Well, here's some other things
1: Mexico, right?
0: No, well, no, again, they can't get in it because they're not part of the European Union.
1: That's what I'm saying. Unless you're invited, a special friend.
0: China has aired it for the long time and has expressed interest, but has received no. Uh what do you call it? Uh, little little card, Hey, please come in you know yeah, join no the club invitation kind of yet right the faroe islands f a r o e islands have wanted to come in as their own, but no, it says they're part of Denmark, so you can't come in as your own. Denmark's already in it. Kazakhstan, it's part of state television, and it's not members of the European broadcast system, so no, they can't come in. Kosovo is. Part of the European Broadcast Union, and they have participated in the dance contest. There is a dance contest, too. Okay. But, as of yet, have not submitted a song. Lebanon is also part of the European Broadcast Union. However, they said they would air the whole thing except the Israeli content.
1: Oh. Yeah, Yeah. I would tell
0: you to go pound sand, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, so you don't get to do it. Qatar has said we're ready to go. Qatar Radio has held contests to pick a song, but the government has yet to pull the trigger and go. (laughs) So, Scotland wants to go, but it's part of the UK, so it can't go. Tunisia wants to participate, but would not air Israeli content, so goodbye, no. And interestingly enough, the Vatican is fully eligible to go, Uh but has never, you know, submitted anything. No reason why they can't. Wouldn't that be great? Have some sister, there's already been, you know, nuns who have had hits. One of them went all the way to number one here in the United States with the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Why not? I know, huh? Full habit. You know, cover it with sequins, woo, with a guitar. (laughs) That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Love it. The Catholic
1: (laughs) Church is getting hip.
0: Who else is listening to us? Well,
1: that would be KSRQ, Thief River Falls,
0: Minnesota. That would be great. Back in a minute on Rock School. okay just a little while back we played the song cry baby that received zero points zilch points Mm -hmm. the country that has won this contest the most times ireland oh yeah ireland fantastic i brought rock and roll kids from paul harrington and charlie McGickin. And uh, maybe play them just a little bit later on. But I just, I got to make sure I've got enough for the winner this year. Enough time for the winner. Mm-hmm. The person, since we played the one that received zero points. And by the way, it's not the only song to ever receive zero points. Okay. It happens. The, you know what happens. It's crowdsourcing. Yes. Once the dominoes start to fall. Right. It's, oh no. You know, here comes the hook. Yes. You're going off the stage. It's over. Okay. However, let's go to the opposite end of the scale. The song and singer who received the most number of points was in 2009 when Moscow was hosting the contest. The person's name is Alexander Rybak, I assume R Y B A K of Norway, and he sang a song called Fairy Tale. This is the song that that year received the most, and has received the most ever. So it's gotta be the greatest song ever sung at the Eurovision contest, or ever. I don't know. Here it is. It's called Fairy Tale in Rock School. Last break here on Rock School, and it's a it's a touch early, so hopefully as we play the or finish playing the winning song this year known as nineteen forty four, maybe we'll have time to play the Olivia Newton John song. At least it's by a person you know. Yeah, I'd like okay? to hear that. And we'll round the whole thing out and wrap it up for this week. A couple pieces of information before I tell you about the winning song. Celine Dion was also a winner. Uh, of the Eurovision Song Contest. See, I can be talked into playing ABBA. I can't be talked into playing Celine Dion. But
1: you did just hit your chest. I did. Stop doing that. I
0: did, and it hurt really bad. Uh, Celine Dion won in 1988. She sang for Sweden. Mm
1: -hmm. I thought she was
0: Canadian.
1: I thought she was Canadian, too. See, this,
0: this, I know she's French-Canadian. Okay, so shouldn't you sing for France. No. Stop trying to figure it out. I can't. Uh, the song was called Ne Partez pan Sans Moi. I can't speak French. It translates out to Don't Go Without Me. I won't. Thank you. Uh, did you know that the concept of river dance? Remember, I am the Lord of the Dance. Yes. Yeah, that was started there. That was the first time it sort of, sort of was shown to a giant audience. Wow. Yeah. Before then, they just sort of kept it in the house and didn't tell anybody <laughs> about it. But that's uh, that's the first place you saw it. That's so,
1: terrible. I've
0: pretty much given you everything you need to know about it. Once again, if you want to see it, it's it's all over YouTube. But if you want to see the 2016 in its entirety, go to Logo TV. I'm sure they're going to be rerunning it. It's a cable channel. they got to fill, what, 24 hours a day? You know, 26 hours a day. How do we do it? Volume. Jamala. Right. They've got to show it, and so you can probably catch it in podcast. All right. The winner this year was Jamala, J-A-M-A-L-A. She is Ukrainian, and she won for the song 1944. Okay. Beforehand, Vladimir Putin attempted to get the song, and thus her... Stopped. He wanted the song kicked out. The reason is there is a rule inside of the Eurovision Song Contest that you cannot write heavy political whatever you call it political scream fest you can't you know we couldn't put out a song you know i don't like bernie yeah. you know vote for hillary trump's got orange hair we couldn't put a song out like that right well here's the thing the song 1944 is about russia's deportation of the crimean tartars during world war ii Of which Jamala's, I think, grandparents was. She -hmm. was part of this thing. And so Putin said, "Mm -mm, you can't do that. And I don't doubt one bit that Putin himself, by stating you can't do it, believed that it would be so. Exactly. It's that whole concept of you can't tell a two year old. Don't touch that cookie jar. Yeah. Because the two-year-old is going to go right to the cookie jar. What you've done is you've created an interest in doing it. If he had kept his mouth shut, probably nothing about it. Because if you, when you listen to it, because I'm going to play it, it's just another Brit pop tune that's kind of half in English, half in Ukrainian. And you can look up the lyrics and some sites will translate it into English. And when something translates into English, it always sounds so childish. Uh-huh. And it's not. It just doesn't. Tra- we miss the meanings of words and things like that. We'll wrap it up with this. It's Jamala, 1944, and now you know all about the Eurovision Song Contest. So next year, when it comes to you know May,
1: exactly April
0: May, prepare yourself because again, it's coming around, and we won't care.
1: We should announce it in April so we they could care even less. We won't
0: care. And that wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. I'm you Tammy are? Burns. Fantastic! It was the show about nothing. It's Jamala here on Rock School. When strangers are coming,
1: they come to your house.
0: They kill you all and say we're not guilty, not guilty. Where is your might? Humanity cries You think you are God, but everyone dies Don't swallow my soul Our souls